Hey, welcome everyone to our second episode of the Stand Up Sits Down podcast. Um, we this week we'll be speaking to Jamie McIntyre, who I'll introduce shortly. So, Stand Up Sits Down is here each week to discuss and deconstruct the most relevant news stories in Australia and around the world. We aim to breach the gap between left and right, and just to help you lead uh, lead you closer to the truth on a whole range of topics from medical freedom to political correctness. We'll be looking into the most relevant uh, events from each week, doing our best to separate fact from fiction so you can make better decisions about which way you want to go politically and personally. So today, as I said, we have the great Jamie McIntyre, who's been doing some amazing work and is one of the most prolific content creators of the pandemic thus far in Australia, and I'm guessing probably around the world by the, the amount of viral videos I've seen you in on Telegram and Instagram and TikTok and wherever else people are posting them. But yeah, so what else can I do? Uh, Jamie, welcome you and thank you for all your hard work over the past few years to educate the public on these issues, which we still face in 2022. And by the looks of it, seems to be gaining speed and traction at the moment. So tell us what uh, what's new in your world at the moment and what are you working on at the moment? Yeah, thanks, Mitch. It's it's great to have a chat with you. Um, yeah, no, certainly lots happening. I think back now, like it's two and a half years ago since the uh the biggest, baddest pandemic, uh, this conspiracy theory will sold by Western media that it's going to be the next Spanish flu and we're all going to die if we don't put on uh, nappy uh, faces uh, you know, over our face and, and lock down in our houses, shut down our businesses and do not go outside um, because if we do, we're all going to die of this really, really deadly uh, virus um, that was going to wipe everyone out. Yet yeah, two and a half years later, I don't know about you where, where you are, Mitch, uh, but... Uh, I haven't seen anyone drop dead yet in uh, my street. And I dare say if we were to ask 26 million Australians, has anyone dropped dead in their street yet of this biggest, baddest pandemic? And not one of them could say yes. Not that some people may not have died, um, but what did they die of exactly? So it's turned out, as we correctly predicted, to be a falsified pandemic, uh, overhyped flu uh, with ulterior motives. So what we've been doing, obviously, we launched Australian National Review almost a decade ago. It was the first newspaper, not-for-profit independent newspaper, first one in decades to launch in Australia. It did something differently to mainstream media. It actually focused on telling the truth uh, and not publishing fake news on a day-to-day basis. As I say, Mitch, there's a big difference in independent media. If we make a mistake, inadvertent mistake, we can just say, oh, sorry, uh, we've had further information that's corrected that. Uh, we don't set out every day to deceive and manipulate our readers or viewers like Western media does. It's pathetic. Uh, and Australia, I must admit, is one of the most propagandized uh, nations on the on the planet. Um, the Chinese are often bemused by us Westerners uh, because, in, in, Mitch, in China, the Chinese know their news is propaganda. What they don't understand is why do Westerners somehow think our news is news and not obvious propaganda? But a lot of people have woken up, and I guess we played a big part in that in Australia. We would be the most censored a news network in Australia, Australian National Review. I've been deleted so many times off Facebook, TikTok, uh, Instasham, uh, and YouTube. <laughs> um, but, you know, who cares? So what we did as a group of us formed uh, our own social media platform called truthbook.social, not to be confused with Trump's Truth Social. Uh, and we test launched this last year. And, uh, you know, it's got tens and tens of thousands of people joined it already. And it's basically a, a social media platform similar to Facebook. But the big difference is you can say what you want. Uh, you can speak the truth and share the truth. So I've been busy with that. And that's, that's something we see long term 
is to win this battle, um, the first step to change is always awareness. And a lot of people get frustrated out there in the freedom movement that uh, not enough is being done. But, you know, uh, Rome wasn't built in the day. It takes time. And, and the first step to change is always awareness, and that's an educational process. And independent media has played a massive part. We only have to look at the rise of independent media in the last two and a half years, how big it's got around the world. I mean, everyone now pretty much, you know, uh, actually ratings, just that article coming out, the TV talk shows in Australia, the TV ratings have plummeted for the morning talk shows. Uh, now, you and I and our people listening in would know that why that is because we're fed up uh, with the nonsense and the lies and the deception um, pushed by mainstream media. It's not news, it's propaganda. So truthbook.social is growing rapidly and it's a great uh, amount of people there that are awakened, that know what's going on, as opposed to having to argue uh, with uh, loony left people on Facebook uh, or Instagram uh, that think, you know, the, what all the, they live a fake life. I mean, fake book, Instasham, ScrewTube. I mean, it's just a fake life trying to impress fake people uh, and uh, focusing on fake issues. I mean, that's yep. what we're expected to do. Like you could the Biden administration without getting political but, I mean, it's just nonsense. Uh, their, their, their country is falling apart, becoming a third world country, almost as many hijackings in American cities now as uh, car, car, carjacking, sorry, as South Africa. I mean, it's falling apart, but all, yeah. all they're interested in is diversity, making sure there's enough uh, diverse range of people promoted. Uh, to boards or uh, to as mayors. You know, if you're black, you become a mayor. Well, sure, you shouldn't be become a mayor because you're black or white. You should become a mayor because you have the credentials to become a mayor or mm. governor or, or a politician or whatever. I mean, it's just absurd. Um, this, and transgenderism, you know, the pushing upon our kids of these left-wing ideologies, which are all Rothschilds created ideologies to destroy the West um, because of their agendas. So, uh, we're not going to hear about that in mainstream media because they're obviously they own mainstream media. So outside that, we're also sick of uh, the left-leaning woke going broke with TED Talks. Uh, we, you know, Netflix has now woken up to also that uh, being woke sends you broke and, and sacking a lot of woke uh, employees. Wikipedia founder, I certainly read yesterday, has come out and you know highlighted that he started that not to be hijacked by the left, loony left, and then you know censoring it with all this censorship and cancel culture. So we're launching Truth Talks is really to be an alternative to TED Talks, which will speak the truth. So we're pretty excited about that as well. And that's part of that is truth in medicine. Truth in medicine, truth made is truth in medicine because the lies being told about medicine and Western protocols have killed so many people and killing people in our hospitals right now with deliberate uh, uh, wrong treatments for COVID and the banning of correct treatments. People are being murdered right now in Australia in our hospitals um, I just read a sad story, uh, I mean, horrible story, uh, you know, by the wife of the, he, her husband went to hospital, not even for COVID mm. uh, and uh, nothing serious. And uh, she wasn't able to be there to protect him. And they put him on a ventilator. 80, 80%, 88% of patients put on a, a ventilator in New York hospital died. Yep. You don't, put any, even if they did have COVID, you don't put on a ventilator. He was murdered with a ventilator and remdesivir. This is happening all around the country. So, uh, not to mention the murder rates of the vaccines, you know, an untested vaccine pushed upon innocent people that were told, if you don't take this, you won't be able to participate in society. You won't be able to put food on your table. Take yeah. it or you will be locked down forever. I mean, we can talk about a lot of these topics, but obviously that's 
that's what we've been working on, pushing, you know, truth in medicine. Uh, the, you know, I almost died in January from a serious spike protein infection by being around the vaccinated. Uh, the most popular read article last year on Australian National Review, Mitch, was an article uh, by former WHO advisors, doctors and scientists warning um, that if the vaccinated aren't quarantined from the rest of the population, it can mean the end of humanity. Uh, they warned that seriously that we can actually become very ill by being around the, the people that have been vaccinated. And I found that out personally. Uh, if we didn't get access to independent doctors uh, from overseas, uh, we would have been put in hospital and murdered with remdesivir. That's how bad it got. So I say that not to scare people, but to say just because some of many of us were smart enough not to get vaccinated doesn't mean we're all clear. 75% uh, of the population, uh, and it depends where you live, uh, is most likely being vaccinated with a deadly spike protein, which can uh, injure and kill uh, those who are not vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the remdesivir issue is a is a big one. And uh, people forget that even before COVID um, and the outrageous crimes that are being you know committed in hospitals at the moment, the second leading cause of death in the United States was medical malpractice, which killed over 120,000 people a year. So, and that was before this. Can you imagine how much that's gone up now? Yeah, I think it just, it just come out that COVID treatments uh, are now the most biggest cause of deaths, uh, of course, with the vaccine, et cetera, as well. So, I mean, it's appalling. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a study that just came out from um, um, Johns Hopkins and, and Harvard, which showed that the vaccine risk of an adverse vaccine side effect compared to being hospitalised with COVID was 28 to 98 times higher. And that's coming from Harvard and John Hopkins, who apparently are on the uh, in the NWO. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, it, it's interesting that we when we spoke out about this, I remember when I was speaking out in the early stage saying COVID is a fraud. I mean, admittedly, um, I had some insight into it because when I launched Australian National Review back in 2013, I was a pro-vaxxer. I was only a pro-vaxxer because I was naive, gullible, too trusting. I trusted our governments and I trusted what we're being told in the in medical uh, institutions and mainstream media. I was just tr too trusting because I went to school and was told to comply and be obedient and trust the government. And uh, we've now found out that you can't trust the government uh, we should have always known that. Don't believe everything's written in the newspaper is a common statement, yet most people believe everything's written in a newspaper. Yeah. Um, and um, sadly, so we knew we had um, whistleblowers of the, the vaccine industry come to Australian National Review and other independent media with all the data, doctors and scientists with detailed data and evidence because they were frustrated that the Western media, mainstream media, would not run these stories. Now we know why they wouldn't run the stories, because they've been getting paid tens of millions, or in the case of Murdoch Press, hundreds of millions a year, 600 million a year, in fact, to cover up vaccine death and injury. Uh, for years, they'd come up with names back then called SID, Sudden Infant Death Syndrome, to cover up for babies just suddenly dying from the vaccine, but they couldn't have it be known linked to vaccines so they invented SIDS just like now they've invented SADS sudden adult death syndrome which is a cover-up uh, amongst many other cover-ups for vaccines killing people so well before COVID vaccines were killing people and they'd say oh it's rare no they'll just rarely report it because mainstream media is on the tape so once I started reading this data by brave doctors and scientists we stopped Australian National Review pushing any pro-vax propaganda I become an anti-vaxxer 
And I don't care when people say, oh, you're an anti-vaxxer. And what's my alternative to be a pro-dodgy drug spruker pushing experimental mm -hmm. drugs on the vulnerable elderly, on pregnant mums, on teenagers, on children now, on babies uh, that's murdering and killing people? Is that my alternative? And, and then be an unpaid, dodgy drug spruker like most people are, pushing a deadly drug for no money. I mean, it's, it's basically being a, a farmer whore, and I'm no farmer whore, um, but sadly many people are, and they need to wake up, grow up, and look, take a look at themselves in the mirror and say, why did they support those who did these vaccine mandates and the pushing of these experimental drugs and, and take their hat off to people that stood up from the beginning and said, this is a fraud, it's a falsified pandemic, do not take the vaccine under any circumstances. And I feel for the people, I don't care for the people that had people warning them not to take it and they went ahead and took the vaccine. I care for the people. And this is where we want to help these people with truth in medicine, truth med, et cetera, and truth talks is to help the people that were forced effectively to take the vaccine. They had to decide between their job and putting food on the table and they didn't want to take the vaccine and they did. Yeah. And uh, they're the people that were manipulated, coerced, bullied, intimidated, shamed uh, by our governments, by our gutless politicians and health ministers and by our gutless TV talk hosts uh, who took money to sell out our Australian people and to take those vaccines. And it's a crime against humanity and it's recorded and uh, these people will pay, uh, their time will come, and I believe that, and they will pay, but we have to save the people that have been vaccinated, um, that for, unfortunately, uh, if they even they haven't in fact suffered adverse reactions yet, uh, are likely to in the future if they don't do something uh, to try and detox themselves from those deadly experimental drugs. Yeah, yeah, and it will take time to come out in the wash. Um... I'm going to pivot to our first news story of the week because this is very relevant um, to what's going on at the moment. The crimes are being uncovered um, and I think many of the population is aware of it. Uh, unlike something which happened 21 years ago, um, September 11, 2001, two planes flew into the Twin Towers and three buildings fell into their own footprints. Now, people may be aware that, um, you know, there may be something not quite right in the official story. Uh, for me, I've been researching this for the last, you know, at least the last 15 years. And we are still seeing people wanting to forget about this and just move on. Now, do you think, do you think that possibly the majority of the population is just going to sort of forgive what's happened in the last two years and just be like, oh, I just want to get on with real, I just want to get on with my life. Let's not talk about it anymore. Just like they did with September 11, which nobody seems to have paid a price yet. Yeah, no, it's a good question. And, and I think people do. I mean, people are foolish uh, or, or selfish or just self-consumed in their own lives. And I, I was talking about this. I just did an episode of the McIntyre Report. And I was talking about this in the past, before two and a half years ago, you pretty much could just mind your own patch, mind your own business and you didn't have to care about a bunch of you know, rich billionaire elites or, or you know, um, oligarchs trying to take over the world because as long as they didn't affect you, you can go about mining your own business. Um, and en we've enjoyed massive, a long peace time. We've been born a very good time on the planet. You're in the West. But, you know, World War Two was at the end of, what, 1945. So most people have never experienced hardship or knowing the realities of the world. They've been protected in their bubble, particularly in Australia, a very lucky country. 
uh, protected in a lot of prosperity and very peaceful nation. Um, but it's just not reality. And um, so a lot of people do quickly forget. Uh, they think it's over. They think the COVID thing is over. They don't realise it was a Trojan horse for a much greater agenda. And that agenda, once again, we were the first news network on the planet to break that agenda, the Great Reset, uh, when we're, everyone was like, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory, when and now it's very well known that it's not. It's a clear agenda. They've hijacked um, the loony left and the green movement to push their agendas as zero net emissions, etc. I just read uh, out on my McIntyre report just then uh, the evidence that has just come out, uh, a leaked document from the RAND report. The RAND report sent this document. They are, uh, you know, globalist organisation paid to produce strategy for the globalist elite. This document was leaked. It was sent to, obviously, White House, the Democratic Party, the U.S. State Department, CIA, NSA, etc. And uh, they keep telling us that Russia was an unprovoked invasion of Ukraine. This was in January this document was produced and sent. It highlighted then the, uh, the elites, the globalist plan was to um, destroy Europe and Germany in particular by provoking Russia to send their troops into eastern Ukraine um, that's how Biden was going. Russia's going to invade. They knew because they sent a heap of troops to eastern Ukraine to start slaughtering more eastern Ukrainians, and they knew Russia had no choice but to send the troops in. And they did this deliberately and get Germany to send weapons to Ukraine because that, that means that, and then sanction Russia. That was their plan to then sanction Russia to stop the cheap gas going to Europe because that would destroy Germany because Germany's entire economy is based on cheap Russian gas to cut that off, and Germany is about to implode, is about to free-fall the economy, and when economies collapse, there'll be new leaders come to force, and people will get very desperate, and this is when wars start. So this was all manipulated. We're being lied to uh, because the oligarchs want America to could remain in control, but they control America and destroy Europe. Sounds like World War II when the same oligarchs got Germany uh, provoked to go to war against Britain, and then they provoked Russia to go to war against Germany. Divide to conquer, they're trying the same strategy again, and if people don't wake up uh, this time, they're not going to live in a lucky country because we're on the West, we are on the wrong side of the of war if it starts, and we're going to be fighting with neo-Nazis uh, and, uh, and, and, and supporting uh, death and misery. And this can all be avoided by people waking up, realising, the COVID was a Trojan horse. This is not over. Those oligarchs, globalists, whatever you want to call them, have a set agenda. It's very clear what that agenda is. The leaked documents, the Rockefeller documents, and now these RAND documents show exactly what we've been talking about is not a conspiracy theory. The conspiracy theory is the official narrative of September 11th. That's a conspiracy theory. It's, as you know, and others, it's full of holes. But why do some people want to believe in lies? Because they want to hope and trust that our governments would never lie to us and our institutions would never lie to us um, because we're told for since school that's what we're meant to do to get along well in life is to comply, be obedient. Most people got a uni degree and that uni degree makes them a slave. They work so hard to get that doctor's degree or lawyer degree or accounting degree or teacher's degree. That's their piece of paper that gets them income to survive. If they become disobedient, they can lose that piece of paper. Just like I had an Australian doctor on my show yesterday, it's actually live now. If you want to watch this, 
Australian doctor that's not only silenced with Dr. Power from the Gold Coast, actually, her house was raided like a SWAT team with eight police, seven male police officers with guns, uh, pepper spray, and they arrested her in handcuffs, raided her home. Why? What was her crime? She issued some um, vaccine exemptions, legal vaccine exemptions, so people didn't have to take experimental drugs. This is happening right in Australia. So people think this is over. Uh, it hasn't even begun yet. And if they go to sleep and just allow our governments to uh, lie to us and get away with it and don't hold them to account, then who else do they have to blame? Yeah, and uh, that just goes in with the, you know, the, the WEF's mantra of you'll own nothing and be happy. At the moment, we're already there. We don't own our jobs. We don't own our houses, most people, and they're easily taken away as soon as there's a bit of pressure put on, isn't there? So. You know, no wonder, I mean, I can't understand it personally how a doctor could possibly just push this vaccine, or if it is a vaccine, which it's not, we know it's not, but, um, and, and continue to go about their day while they know they're basically murdering hundreds of people. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very sad and it's, uh, we'll all be judged in history and uh, uh, it all comes back to our programming to conform. School teaches us to submit the essay the teacher wants that'll get you the pass. It doesn't teach you critical thinking to come up with a thesis or a hypothesis or, a, or an idea that could be revolutionary and change the world and make it a better place. Yeah. We're not taught. That's why they don't like entrepreneurship. That's why they don't like small business. That's why the globe is so why wouldn't the business community stand up? I'm appalled at the lack of a response in the Australian community by businesses, not the small businesses. They stood up, but medium-sized businesses or large companies. And the larger companies have joined the globalist bandwagon. Why? Because under the globalist, communistic, totalitarian police state uh, that the Great Reset wants to in, in, in implement is those big companies like the Amazon and big tech companies and larger companies will be the only companies and they'll have the power. There will be no small business. There will be no property ownership. It's communism all over again. Uh, you'll own nothing, as you said, and be happy. Uh, you know, that's uh, the Klaus Schwab motto. Uh, they don't have very good marketers, but you'll, you'll own nothing and be happy eating bugs and insects, uh, and you won't be at flying in commercial airlines because they're destroying that industry. Uh, pilots now, if they were tested for their heart, uh, they would not have any pilots. There are many airlines aren't uh, cancelling flights left, right, and centre because of so many pilots dying or having heart attacks. I believe in Russia now they make sure uh, every plane has at least one unvaccinated pilot flying in it. Um, so, I mean, we're just going to see more and more disasters. This is certainly not over. Um, we lost the first battle. We couldn't stop enough people being vaccinated when we knew we tried our best that we had to stop enough people to get the majority of people not vaccinated. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's a classic story I'll share quickly. You may have heard of this from Steve Kirsch, uh, who we have uh, write a lot of articles on Australian National Review. Uh, on Fox News and, you know, Fox News in America. See, Murdoch is the only, Mur Murdoch was an outsider. Even though we don't like Murdoch uh, for his um, taking money in Australia, particularly in England, for pushing the vax mandate. Outside of that, he's been a big supporter of conservative news uh, with Tucker Carlson, et cetera, in America, where we start to hear, I mean, a lot of people might say controlled opposition, but remember when he built his empire, he was he was an outsider. He was not one of them. And he's always been a little bit of a rebel, but he was yeah. foolishly enough took the $600 million a year contract, which many entrepreneurs would, uh, from the pharmaceutical industry to push their agenda. And when Roger Ailes, his lieutenant who built Fox News, 
uh, told JFK Jr., John, you know, Robert Kennedy Jr., and said, like, I will never have you or other people, you know, anti-vaxxers on any Fox News channel, um, simple because if any host does, I will sack them because we get far too much money from the pharmaceutical industry to, uh, to affect that relationship. Now, of course, Roger Ailes uh, was sacked over a sex uh, scandal and then later died a few years ago, and someone else is in charge now. Um, so Tucker Carlson is coming out more, but Steve Kirch mentioned his friend Wayne Root, who was a, a conservative uh, host, uh, that he's wedding nine months ago, um, approximately 200 people at that wedding, about 100 vaccinated and about 100 not vaccinated. And this is the closest thing there's probably been to a study. Uh, out of the 100 vaccinated friends, seven have dropped dead, sadly. 34, I think it was, have suffered serious injury. Out of the 100 approximately unvaccinated, zero and zero, no deaths, no injuries. Um, I mean, statistically, that's impossible unless something going on with the vaccine. And this is backed up by data. Uh, I mean, we've run a lot of surveys in Australian National Review. Do you know anyone that's dropped dead in your street from uh, COVID or anyone that you know have died of COVID less than 6%? Do you know anyone that's sick or died or injured from the COVID vaccine? Uh, the polls are coming in at over 90%. Yeah. Um, now, why does the mainstream media run these polls? Because they're taking tens of millions of dollars from the government and farmers, the farmer whores. They will sell their grandmother um, for a career move. Um, I mean, people don't have ethics. Unfortunately, many of them don't. They don't have the balls or the courage to speak up. And that's why we have a society, and dare say there's a lot of closet communists in Australia, particularly in Victoria, uh, that, that will vote for Dan Andrews to be re-elected. I mean, complete amount of morons. Um, they obviously watch too much ABC or Channel 7, 9, 10, these conspiracy channels that just feed them bullshit, uh, treat them like mushrooms, keep them in the dark and feed them bullshit, and then say anything else uh, that is anything close to the truth is just simply a conspiracy theory. That's how they've been able to uh, stop people finding out. But pretty much, you know, if mainstream media tells you it's conspiracy theory, it's probably the truth. Yes, it is. They wouldn't bring it up otherwise. They just ignore it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I don't think you need too many anecdotal um, studies such as Steve Kirsch's, mate, because Alex Berenson has just recently written an article here which shows that, well, you know, 95% of adults in Victoria are vaccinated. In the month of August, all-cause all mortality was up 27%. Yeah, so it's, it's shocking. And I've been talking about this one of the few to highlight it. Um, the excess mortality in January jumped 22.1 percent to about 2,800 extra Australians than normal died in January. Yep. Um, there's only one common denominator up to May 26, from January to May 26, up 16.1 percent, uh, over nearly 11,000 excess deaths. Now we're into what you know, September. Um, we could be looking at 20,000 ex dead excess Australians this year already. Um, now, they, can't, they want to blame this on COVID. They want to list everything as a COVID death, mm. which is fraudulent. Uh, for the first two years of the pandemic, how many people in Australia died solely of COVID? 83 up into January this year, January 1st this year. 83 died solely of COVID, about 2,500 they claim died with it. But we know with it doesn't mean died of it. Now, 83, that's 41 a year, about 1,500 a year normally die of the flu. So nothing and they, i bet you if we asked the independent autopsies of those 83 that died of supposed COVID, the question they wouldn't provide them they wouldn't be able to prove they died of COVID. they wouldn't be able to prove what what test kit 
identified them that they had COVID, a PCR test kit. We'll prove that the PCR test kit can identify COVID from a normal flu. False, it can't. Um, I mean, it's just nonsense. All these hundreds of millions of people around the world that were told they had caught COVID, they didn't catch COVID. There's no test kit that could tell them they had COVID. They caught a flu or maybe had a hangover and forgot about it. And you're 85% of them are asymptomatic. But right now in Australia, there's one Australian dying from the COVID vaccines every 15 to 30 minutes, every based on the excess mortality. Now, there's no other common denominator that's killing these people. It's not COVID because for two years, if it was COVID, why wasn't there a massive increase in excess mortality during COVID? It actually went down. That's how you could. That's how the first flag that we picked up was a fraud. There was no increase in deaths. The biggest, baddest pandemic since the Spanish flu, but no one was dying. Oh, yeah, there was people dying. Five million people died, apparently, if you listen to the governments or mainstream media. Oh, bullshit. You mean they counted elderly people in aged care homes that were already dying as deaths? If you're going to pull off a fraud, then it's pretty easy to do. You just... Tell people they have flu-like symptoms, which because this everyone gets flu-like symptoms, and then create a falsified test kit that can't detect it, and then count all these people are oh, asymptomatic. If you go to a doctor and the doctor says, uh, "What's your symptoms?" and you go, "I don't have any," the doctor will be like, well, "Why are you here then? If you don't have any symptoms, how can I diagnose that you have anything?" I know, but I was just told I listened to TV, the idiot box, and they told me I can be asymptomatic. I mean, that's not science. That's junk science. Mm. It's bullshit. It's nonsense. And any doctor to support that is a moron. Mm. And I don't apologize for offending people. I mean, they're absolute morons. So the idea is one Australian dying every 15 to 30 minutes right now, excess mortality. You extrapolate that data, which is showing up around the world, particularly Western nations, the most vaxxed. Uh, that's one a person on this planet dropping dead every four to eight seconds from the COVID vaccines. That is humanitarian disaster that we predicted, and unfortunately, it's going to get a lot worse. That's why the mainstream media is lying to people that you can be careful gardening. You could drop dead of a heart attack. Oh, climate change yep. is going to cause a lot of heart attacks. Don't oh, young naps. people, yeah, don't take naps. Young people are going to have heart attacks to cover up. They already know what's coming. I mean, it's sick. It's pathetic. But these people. The Bill and Melinda Gates uh, Foundation, which originally was called the Bill and Melinda Gates um, uh, Institute of uh, Population Control, yep. and they had to change the name because it wasn't the best marketing. Um, Prince Charles, King Charles now, is also uh, pushing the Great Reset. I mean, it's infiltrated our cabinets. You know, Class Rob, if you're going to uh, message to Class Rob, if you're going to try and take over the world, uh, don't publicly state it. Don't write a book about it. Uh, don't be boasting to a Harvard audience that you infiltrated governments around the world with your, your, your future leaders, World Economic Forum future leaders, and you look at Justin Trudeau, Jacinda Ardern in New Zealand, Macron, uh, uh, and others infiltrating even our cabinets. They're all brainwashed, programmed through the World Economic Forum, a non, uh, an NGO. We didn't vote for Klaus Schwab to be our supreme leader, did we? Uh, and those that don't think that there's anything wrong, if you think we live in a democracy, I say to people, if we live in a democracy, then that means our Supreme Leader Joe Biden can ride a bicycle, you know, does write his own speeches and can actually read them, remembers who his wife is uh, and knows where to sit. Now, good luck trying to prove that Joe Biden is anything other than a puppet. We know he's a puppet. So who's the, who's the puppet master? It's, it's not our democratic elected leaders. So it's time people woke up and stopped deluding themselves that there isn't uh, oligarchs, um, pup master puppets behind 
pulling the strings. So who are these people? Well, I'm going to suggest it's not a bunch of poor people that got together that took over our intelligence agencies, took over our mainstream media, infiltrated our cabinets, control our politicians, and can influence world events. It's not a bunch of poor people, is it? So it's a bunch of rich people. And who are the richest families on the planet? And they both start with R, but we never, never mention in mainstream media. No. But they actually do mention them. They don't mention their names, but they mention the Federal Reserve, which they control. They mention the World Health Organization, which they control, the World Economic Forum, the World Bank, the IMF, uh, the Council, uh, Atlantic Council, the Council of Foreign Relations, uh, the Bilderberg Group, all these non-government organizations that are dictating a foreign policy and dictating to us. We never voted for any of them. Did we vote for the World Health Organization? to do mandates and lockdowns in our country based on falsified modelling that Bill Gates funded uh, near the Imperial College with Neil Ferguson, a known fraudster, modelling, saying 160,000 Australians were going to die of COVID if we didn't lock down and destroy businesses. We didn't vote for that. So we don't live in a democracy. In Australia, you can't tell me that we live in a democracy when the current Prime Minister got only three out of ten people in Australia that supported him. They had a swing against his party, the first time in political history, a swing against the party that actually is now running the country. You can't tell me whether you're on what side of politics you're on that the loony left hasn't taken over in Australia, just like it has in uh, America, and the danger to democracy that is. I mean, the warning signs are going off everywhere. We're approaching uh, a manipulated energy crisis, a manipulated food shortage and supply chain crisis, a manipulated war in Ukraine, where they're manipulating Ukraine and Russia to fight against each other, uh, you know, uh, a manipulated crash of the economies coming. There, if you had a dashboard of problems approaching of Western civilization that's nearing its end and it's about to self-implode deliberately, but thinking, oh, all these are random events, they're not random. They are deliberately manipulated. It's all there for people to see if we accept the big lie that we have been lied to by our governments. And why is that hard for some people to accept? Because if they accept they've been lied to from the government since they five years of age when they went to school, they have to accept, Mitch, their entire life is based on lies. And they'd rather keep on believing the delusion and the lies and to say feel safe in their little Instagram feeds uh, trying to impress fake people that's why people didn't speak out. How many doctors didn't speak out? Why? Because they're worried what their peer, they might be peer reviewed. They spoke out on Facebook. Their doc, other doctor mates might laugh about. I have a lot of doctor friends, uh, and some of them I blasted. Like you're gutless. You're taking a one or two million dollar paycheck. You're a farmer whore because you refuse to speak out. And uh, don't worry about me judging you because history and your patients will judge you. You try and walk down the street, you have a resume in the future of being a doctor in the future when all this is over, and your resume says that you didn't speak out about the COVID fraud and the COVID vaccines, then you won't have a job. You'll probably go to jail. Yeah, yeah, or just like they did to the Nazis after the war and shave their heads and walk them down the street naked, Ooh. I believe. Yeah, it's and the, the stock market, like you said, uh, everything is coalescing into the Great Reset. And it's not, nothing is a coincidence anymore. And going back to what you said about the, the young leaders like Macron and Jacinta and all that, another one that was on that list is Vladimir Putin. 
So I don't believe for one second that this is an organic war. Even if he was provoked, it's all too convenient, isn't it? Now there's no gas. I think, I think, yeah, I think, Mitch, what happens, some people owe with the controlled opposition. I think in Putin's defence, Putin is very much, he was on that and a lot of people invited. If I was invited 10 years ago to join the World Economic Forum Future Leaders, I would have went. I would have been none aware of what the real agenda was. But in Putin's defence, he came out very clearly and uh, denounced the World Economic Forum, denounced the Great Reset and the and class swab. So I, some people may be controlled opposition. I don't believe Putin is one of them um, because it's almost a self-defeatist thing that think there is no good people out there. Uh, I think Putin is a, a very good anti-globalist and we need Putin and Russia to win. Um, not that we want Ukrainians to lose. We want Ukrainians in Western Ukraine. People say, I stand with Ukraine. I say to them, which, which part of Ukraine do you stand with? Yep. Eastern Ukraine or Western Ukraine? Do you stand with the Nazis like our, our Prime Minister does, sending weapons to the Nazi military that's in Ukraine, that controls Ukrainian military? Uh, I don't stand with that. I don't want my taxpayers' money going to that. Uh, did our Prime Minister visit uh, Putin and, and see hear their side of the story and go to Russia? No, he only went to meet Zelensky, a war, war criminal, a puppet, that it answers to the same people that Biden answers to and was shown butcher and places like that which we know was a massacre by the Ukrainian military, the Nazis, killing their own people and then to blame it on Russian soldiers. And you know I mean, it was, they never said anything else about it after that, did they? Yeah. And so the same thing's happening. Out, right, shut it down. Yeah, it's happening right now in uh, Kharkiv region, which they've taken some territory back where Russia retreated. Um, those poor people that are left are being murdered. I've seen images of it even yesterday being slaughtered. And then they'll try and say, oh, we've come into this village after Russian soldiers are left. And there's all this evidence of massacres. It's the Nazis funded by our Western government. So it's manipulated. And that's why I say to people, I'm not pro-Putin, I'm pro-truth. And, and in this case, Russia's in the right to defend its borders. Russia's in its right to try and end this eight-year war, civil war. Russia and Putin and, and the Minsk agreement have uh, used appeasement against the West and U Ukraine for eight years. Yep. Said, you know, we'll leave, we're happy for eastern Ukraine, the Donbass, Luhansk region, to be remain part of Ukraine. But it, as long as under Minsk Agreement, which was agreed to by Germany and Europe eight years before, to be have some autonomy and not be genocided. They were murdering, you know, 15,000 of them were genocided. Just leave them alone and give them some protection, and it can remain part of Ukraine. But after eight years, they were provoked and rushed. They sent 150,000 Ukrainian troops to Donbass region and Russia had to put their troops on the border, and then they had no choice. So they're going to stay there and let their... I mean, Eastern Ukraine used to be part of Russia. They're ethnic Russians. Are they going to stay there and let, you know, uh, you know, Russians be slaughtered? They had no choice but to step in, a special military operation, which is what it is. If it's not a, it's not a war, I, and, you know, it's going to probably head that way where Russia will declare war, uh, or at least declare, which they're doing now, uh, Ukrainian military be, and Zelensky be terrorist organisation. Uh, where now they can expand what they can do. Russia is very much by the law and very much by traditional values, and Russia is a far better... I mean, we're told that Putin is a dictator. That's nonsense. Russia's been a democratic country for a very long time. He has 80% plus approval ratings. And listen, people should listen to his speeches, as I have for a decade. And, you know, why don't other people... In the West, we never hear his speeches. They just manipulate and spin it around and, and, and lie to us what he's saying. Why is RT News Russia Today banned? 
used to be on Foxtel banned in Australia. What? Are they scared that Australians might hear an alternative view, a Russian narrative? Why is that not allowed? What are they scared of? The truth getting out? What Russia has to say? That maybe they're able to back that up with more evidence? The West, who we represent, and Joe Biden. I mean, what must Putin and Chinese leadership and the BRIC nations think of Joe Biden? We have a president that's running the free world that can't even string a sentence or two together. He's mentally impaired. He's a pedophile. He's a moron that is not capable of running a, 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 a school tuck shop, let, is, let, let alone be the leader of the free world. I mean, this is a reflection of how far the West has fallen. And when are people going to wake up and go, hang on a minute, this is bullshit. Yeah. So... We must understand that. So that's why I'm supportive of Russia's, uh, uh, what they're doing. I'd rather go and live in Russia than I would in America. I used to live in America, but America's rapidly becoming a third world nation. It is going to turn into possible civil war, and George Soros wants that, these billionaire elites. He has emphatically stated for years he wants to destroy America. They want to destroy the West. And the way they do that, Rothschild's strategy is uh, perversion, uh, transgenderism, uh, pushing these weird ideologies, destroying the family un unit. You go to Russia, you know, Russia has family un units. Russia has traditional values and even Christian values. Russia supports diversity of, of, of opinion. You know, all these things that you'd expect in a civilised society. Russia has low debt. Russia's inflation is going down. I told people to buy the ruble six months ago that these sanctions won't work, they'll backfire. Russia has a strong economy. The West wants to say it has a hopeless economy. It's going to collapse. It doesn't. They got rid of their debt, most of their debt, a long time ago. They built up a massive current account surplus. They built up a very strong mil military over the last 25 years. Why? Because Russia knew this day would come yeah. when the Rothschilds once again want to try and take over the world and create war. Well, there's a military there that can stand up to these globalists, and I'm glad they are. So I don't think we should fall for it, Mitch, that uh, Putin is a controlled opposition. He isn't. He's made it very clear. And there's many other people, you know, to say Tucker Colson is controlled opposition. No, some parts of Fox News would be, yes. And we're about to run a story exposing some Fox News hosts that are refusing, with some of our independent journalists, uh, are covering up uh, Epstein and the connections with Epstein, uh, the Mozart, uh, the CCP and child pedophile rackets. Why are, are, is there protection in Australia? And, and some of the Australian journalists are going to be targeted as well. That we're going after the mainstream media. We're going to, including some of the Fox News that are controlled opposition, that are paid to cover up the pedophile rings, that are paid to cover up the Epstein links, uh, etc. It's time they're outed. We have a lot more power than we believe, and the Australian people just need to start outing these politicians. And uh, writing articles, be an independent journalist and expose them and let's start going after mainstream media in Australia because they're the enemy. Definitely, definitely. I think journalism's like mainstream journalism's dead these days. You've seen the popularity of Substack. I'd say five out of every ten articles I read these days is a Substack article because you've got these brilliant journalists, actual journalists, like, you know, exactly what you're doing. Um, they're writing the truth and people are reading it. And they're paying for it. Yeah, no, I think it's great. And that's why, I mean, I was critical of Clive Palmer because Clive Palmer put $100 million into his political party, which I support as far as wanting to create political change. But he said we also need to create a media change and we need 
uh, to support independent media. But Clive Palmer's got plenty of billions and credit to him at least having a go to stand up for Australia. But he put $100 million into a campaign and spent that with mainstream media who stabbed him in the back and the enemies yeah, of the yeah. people. I don't believe one single cent of his advertising and campaign budget went to independent media. Australian National Review, we didn't see one cent of it. And we did polls where, I mean, the, the massive followers that we have, not Australian National Review and other independent media, we did online polls. The, his party, the United Australia Party, was only polling 14% of the freedom movement. He was too busy chasing um, mainstream media voters who are unlikely to vote for an alternative party because they're so goddamn brainwashed when he could have put some support towards independent media, which he claims needs to rise up and, and defeat mainstream media, not one cent, and too busy chasing voters who will never vote for them and not supporting the voters that would have supported them. Many people in the freedom movement would have supported, and some many did, but a lot more would have. So we've got to get powerful people with large resources to support us because we're up against billionaire elites. Um, that, that's how they bid. And that's why I say the freedom movement, we must make more money. We must get better at fundraising. Bill Gates goes out and raises tens of billions, not millions, tens of billions, hundreds of billions of dollars of poor, wealthy people like uh, you know, Warren Buffett, fools Warren Buffett to hand over 90% of his net worth to the found Gates Foundation and other, you know, it's just the Gates Foundation is not a charity. It's a tax dodge and a money laundering scheme. Mm. It's a highly profitable organisation which they all use these foundations to, to make out. Bill Gates is made out to be a philanthropist. The guy is a con artist, con man. His dad was a con man that was friends with the Rockefellers. Microsoft was deep state made. He never made billions on his own. Zuckerberg is deep state Intel Q contracts. Be, all these people signed up to Intel Q contracts. Zuckerberg's admitted that FBI uh, told him to censor stories, etc. They can't tell too much and say that hey, we don't really, if, if he speaks out too much, he forfeits all his Facebook shares and all his assets and goes to jail under Intel Q contracts. Notice how Facebook got it was uh, took off two weeks after um, LifeLog was shut down. Yep. yep. To yeah, you know, just down the road. And notice how Zuckerberg already was paid some money before he started Facebook. He was already signed up to Intel Q contracts. These guys are not self-made billionaires. You know, they are deep state money. They are frauds. Uh, they put into positions to fool the public. Um, Facebook was always set up as a surveillance program by DARPA, etc. Um, and very clever. And now we realise that thanks to people like Edward, Edward Snowden, whistleblowers, and Julian Assange with WikiLeaks. And both those that they're trying to have jailed and or trying to destroy. And as they're trying to destroy independent journalists, it's good to see Ozzy Kozak, independent journalist, is is getting out of jail. Why was he jailed? Why was Monica Schmidt reignite democracy, democracy jailed last year and others? Uh, they're going after me now. They're going after Australian National Review. But we're not going to be intimidated by a corrupt regime because if it's going to change, we need to speak up. What, are we going to hide away and be little cowards and hide away into they're going to come and knock on your door and put you in a quarantine camp? I mean... The people that they'll jail the journalists, independent journalists first. But um, if we don't speak out, they're going to jail everyone. That's what the Great Reset is, is a lockdown. You'll be tied. You won't be able to go and leave your precinct in your little area where your apartment building is in the city. And uh, if you dare want to go too far, just like they're doing in China right now, your green 
uh, digital vaccine passport will turn to red and you won't be able to go to the bank and get money out because there's bank runs coming. Uh, China is so close to collapse, it's not funny. And Australia thinks it's going to get away with things, uh, be the lucky country again. Unfortunately, uh, I don't believe it will be. Uh, I mean, we must prepare um, for very unsettling times. The globalists are falling. The cabal is falling. And they're getting desperate. They will try and start a nuclear war. I mean, they've got Ukraine bombing a nuclear reactor in uh, the Russian-controlled part of Ukraine and trying to blame Russia. I mean, Russia is warning if they get enough hits on that nuclear reactor, it'll be worse than Chernobyl. Do you think America cares? Do you think the oligarchs care? It'll be Europe that will go down and they want to destroy Europe. These people are insane. They've got more money than brains. They are dangerous. They are a cult, satanic sick cult. And they want to take over the world. And what are we going to do? Sit back and, and, um, and post booty shots on Instagram to impress people we don't know? I mean, it's absurd. So Australians in particular, uh, many of them just need to wake up and grow up. They're adults now. They have to be able to decipher what is fact or fiction. Now, do the research. There's no excuse not to know. And uh, I say to the good people out there that are part of the Great Awakening, keep on speaking out. Um, you're on the right track and we need you. And don't hold back. Go after politicians. Send us in information. We want more whistleblowers. Let's take down this corrupt mainstream media in Australia. Let's take town, down this corrupt government system that we have on both sides of politics, um, not just one side of politics. Let's stop being divided by joining one side of politics. Both sides are corrupted. You look how corrupt the Republicans are as well, uh, you know, in America. That's why they hated Trump. He stole a Republican Party to get a platform to push a nationalist agenda. They don't like nationalists. I'm a nationalist. Putin is a nationalist. Make a Russia great. Put a Trump, make America great. We should have Australia, make Australia great. We should have strong national and regionalization is what we want, which is the pushback to globalization of central control, where a one world government controls all nations. That's a recipe for disaster. Uh, that's what the Great Reset is, a police surveillance state. And if we don't push back, um, we know that, I mean, we have no choice. We must win this war and we can win this war purely through awareness. The first step to creating change is awareness and often it's the only step. If enough people become aware of the truth, we win. It's simple as that. Definitely, definitely. Getting, getting this information out to as many people as possible. This is why I say, like, anybody who listens to this, post it to the people you know, even the sceptical ones that don't believe you. Maybe they'll watch it. Maybe they'll find something interesting in there and it might set off a chain reaction, which will bring them to the same point that we are at right now talking about. Yep. Absolutely, I agree. So I wanted to ask you just a couple more questions before we go because we're getting coming up on an hour at the moment. But we've obviously got a new king, um, King Charles III. Uh, his predecessor, King Charles II, was beheaded. Uh, we can only hope the same thing may happen in this uh, instance. But uh, best friends with Jimmy Savile. I'm not sure if uh, the general population remembers that. One of the greatest, well, the most prolific pedophiles in the history of the world. Um, we're seeing now with the... With the inauguration, of, is that what you call it for a new king, the inauguration? Um, you're seeing that at the moment that there's people protesting and they're getting carried away by police. Where have we seen this? We've seen this the last couple of years. 
And all of a sudden, these people who are protesting a new king are getting carried away and they're not sure why. We've been warning about this. We've been warning about this with our, with our protesters that have been fighting against these COVID, these COVID jabs. I think our rights, especially in England right now, I know I can't bring it up personally right now. I can't remember exactly what the law was, but I know they were passing a law against protesting in England during that time. What are your thoughts on the new king? Is he just a figurehead or is this one more step into the Great Reset? Yeah, well, you can look at two ways. Who cares? I mean, he's, he's a nobody. Uh, he's not my king. Um, so I, I don't support the monarchy anymore. Uh, not that I support the direct Republican model that, that the left-wing uh, Labor Party in Australia will want to try and push. Uh, I, I support true democracy. Um, but the question is, I, I wrote an article on Australian National Review earlier this week, just a short one, and I basically posed the question, is it appropriate for Australian children and adults uh, to look up to uh, Prince Charles as the King Charles now, considering, as you highlighted there, uh, he is a pedophile protector paying millions of dollars to, uh, you know, to try and stop Prince Andrews uh, from being you know, uh, jailed for his pedophilia. Uh, he's close friends, as you highlighted, to the England's most notorious pedophile in Jimmy Seville and the royal family was. Um, is, is it appropriate? He's also part of the Great Reset and, and wants you to eat bugs and insects. Well, he can go fuck himself. Uh, you know, how about he eats some bugs and insects? Um, the other prince, uh, I forget his name, that died a year or two ago, um, the prince, the, 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 the husband of the queen, Oh yeah, Charles's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, uh, you know, as you know, what he famously said, he wished he could come back as a deadly virus and pandemic and wipe out humans and solve depopulation. These globalist elites are morons. They think the world is overpopulated. Uh, they think uh, they want to get rid of meat eaters such as ourselves. Um, they're dangerous. It's a dangerous satanic cult. Uh, and the, if mainstream media idolizes the queen. And King Charles, then we know it's not a good thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's face it. Here's a guy that tried to, uh, his former wife warned and was outspoken and was scared that she, he was going to have her killed, Princess Diana. Yeah, and now the evidence. Too. She knew it was yeah. going to be in a car crash. Car crash, and that's how they get rid of a lot of people. And the evidence is there. Now, we run that as a story uh, only recently. I mean, the hard evidence is there. She was murdered. Um and deliberately done so. I mean, we live in this world. Um, so I, I wouldn't certainly be idolizing King Charles, but that, you know, um, it, it's the past. We need to get rid of them. Uh, as we need to get rid of the globalists. It's the Great Awakening, and ultimately, it, it, it's people say, "What can I do?" Uh, well, everyone individually has a lot of power because you know, just by ourselves, we mightn't be able to do a lot, but. Uh, collectively together we can do a lot. If we all awaken or a large majority of us awaken and we go, we're not going to tolerate this. We're just saying, no, we're not going to accept this. I'm not going to be eating bugs and insects. And our kids, I run this on a show yesterday, the McIntyre Report showing the video of Australian school kids in Australian schools eating uh, in chips made of bugs and insects. I mean, I bought some from a service station in Australia, uh, crickets, etc. I mean, this is not. This was considered a conspiracy theory not long ago. As we know, how long does it take from conspiracy theory to become fact? It's like six, twelve months or less these days. So, 
Uh, I certainly don't support King Charles. He's a pedophile protector and friends with pedophiles, and they still haven't explained why that naked boy was uh, fell to his death trying to escape a Buckingham Palace either. So these are questions that should be asked, and mainstream media was doing its job. It would ask these questions, but mainstream media is a pedophile protector protecting powerful people uh, as they marry 12-year-old boys, etc. I mean, it's just it, it's absurd, and they want to bring in where it's okay um, for to have sex with children. I mean, that's the agenda. They're pushing that already. I mean, that's well known. And I warned the gay community when they tried to bring in same-sex marriage in the West that the gay community will be hijacked by pedophiles and they will use that platform to push these agendas. I mean, that was considered outrageous to say that a few years ago, but now we see that occurring in America in particular and, and around the world. No, Jamie, they're not called pedophiles anymore. They're called MAPS, Minor Attracted People. Mm. Yep. <laughs> it's so, hard to imagine the world has changed two and a half years yeah. ago with what we're talking about today yeah. and what's happening would have been like. That's clearly easily in la-la land. That would never happen, but uh, it has. Yeah, and it's been like a freight train. It's been astonishing to see how quickly this happened. Um, the, last, the last story I want to sort of bring up with you, Jamie, before we go uh, is I know you're big into cryptocurrency. Um, is that correct? Yeah, I mean, I was one of the first authors on the planet to write. I mean, I've written about a dozen books as an educator. That was my career as a motivational speaker and financial strategist. So I wrote one of the first books on uh, the rise of Bitcoin. And I told my followers, uh, I, I was buying it when it was before it was $100. And I told people once it got to 120 to buy it. So I made a lot of very wealthy people, obviously out of other strategies, but also crypto. Um, but I was a libertarian. I didn't get into crypto to get rich quick, like, unfortunately, it become a get-rich-quick type thing, you know, speculators, when really I got into it as a, a form of a new monetary system outside uh, the Federal Reserve, um, where, you know, a finite amount where they just couldn't keep printing money. So a lot of us, that's why we supported cryptocurrency. And, of course, the technology behind it, uh, the blockchain is very powerful software, which I still support. Because uh, the reason why I say this is because we've seen our biggest, um, the in Wall Street anyway, saw its biggest collapse in two years. Um, and this is all to do with inflation, obviously, with printed, I think it was something like half of all the money in existence in the world has been printed in the last three years. So that's obviously going to cause inflation. Once again, bringing us into the Great Reset, but how do we protect ourselves from that? Yeah, I'm going to look at doing some more talks on this, but quickly, I mean, I can't give financial advice. Um, um, so I have to be careful what I can say. But I think we can look at obvious things. We need to ensure our food supplies. So, I mean, we, we ensure our house, for instance, in case the rare event it might you know, burn down. But no, people, people don't have food insurance. And people go, where can I buy food insurance? So what I mean by food insurance is maybe having at least three months worth of uh, food stashed aside in your bunker. Uh, if you don't have a bunker, maybe in your, you know, somewhere in your house. Uh, foods that will last in case there's a, a, a you know serious issue. I mean, I, I look at our Western society and look at, say, cities with Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, et cetera. If they couldn't restock the shelves in Coles and Woolworths, how long, how many days would it take or weeks before those cities crumble? I, I, I mean, uh, people within two weeks would be starving. I mean, it would be an absolute disaster. So don't think that our food supply is guaranteed. So that, uh, cash out of the banks, 
Um, I think we should start using more cash and, and keep some cash out of your bank uh, because if banks there's a run on banks, they'll take your money. And China's having a run on banks right now and they're trying to stop it. Um, that that's, would be the fastest crash. Thing. When things go down, they go down very rapidly. If we had a bank run in Australia, like in Cyprus, which really made Bitcoin take off, remember from $100 or $80 to about $1,000 back in 2014, I think it was. Yep. And um, there was a run on the bank. And then they, basically the banks did a deal and took people's money. And I think they got back like maybe 10, 20% of what they had in the bank account. And people who had a large amount got you know, even less back. Um, so we've got to be prepared for that. Um, ability to defend yourself. Uh, in Australia, obviously in America, it's much easier. You can get you know, weapons and guns to defend yourself. Not a good time to be uh, handing in your guns, but in Australia we had the Port Arthur, Arthur massacre, which now is becoming very obvious. Uh, that was probably a deep state uh, event, just like Christchurch was. Um, so gold, silver, precious metals, those things are going to go through the roof. Um, some people hope cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, et cetera, would, um, but they will rise when um, there's a lot of printing of money. If the printing of money is stopped and they raise interest rates, that will cause crypto to go backwards. So uh, it doesn't hurt to perhaps have some crypto. I mean, I still have a lot of crypto, um, but gold and silver and those sort of things, I can't give advice for people to buy, but... Um, you'd want to be stocking up on more of those if you can because those are the things in the collapse uh, that will have some real value. If you own land, great. If you can grow food, great. Uh, if you have a garden, start producing, learning about how to grow food, how to become more self-sufficient, uh, maybe have put a tank in so you have your own water. These basic things are getting back to a more simpler life where we're not relying on globalised um, supply lines for food, etc., where we can survive like we used to in Australia and other countries where you grow your own food, you know, yeah. um, you, you have cash and you have, you support local businesses. So there's the basic things that you can do, but we have to take it seriously. Cause the, as I said, the dashboard is going off everywhere, red lights over everything. Uh, how are they going to not, how is it going to be where we can avoid a major crash? It's, it's a very narrow gap to get through for that to happen. The reality is, if we want to be frank with people, um, they can't print too much more money. They have to raise interest rates to stop that, but they can't raise interest rates too much as it will destroy the economy. So that's the trap they have. They are hiding inflation. Inflation is much worse than what actually is listed. They are hiding unemployment because there's so many people sick. So that's why unemployment seems low. Although in, a, in America it's going starting to ratchet up, but in Australia it's very low because even Qantas had to admit, well, their amount of staff calling in sick has jumped 50%. We know why that is because they're sick. You know, Australians are dying at home right now, sick from the COVID vaccine and dying in their own homes. Yeah. Um, it's sad. That's why they're not at work. That's why you can't, you try and get a business to do any job for you. Oh, sorry, we've got COVID, our staff run of up. You can't get anyone to do anything because there's not enough workers. Um, so hard times could be coming. I can't see all they can try and do is kick the can down the road a little more, bit more. And they will try and do that and print what Biden is doing, just wasting more money. And, and Labor government in Australia is very adept at that. So they'll probably try that too. Um, just try and kick it down the can. So it all comes down to timing. Will this crash implode in the next three to six months? Highly possible. All things are pointing towards that. 
or can they kick the can down the road another few years? That's the only two things. But what is known is the crash is coming, a serious financial crash of economic proportions that we've never witnessed before. Yeah. Um, it, exactly when. Uh, that's always the hard key. You know, if they tried to do this in 2008, 2009 with the swine flu, uh, they didn't get away. They got caught out trying to hype a normal flu strain out of South America into a global pandemic known as the swine flu. They got busted, didn't quite work. So we, fortunately, unbeknown to us, we've got another 12 years to 2020 of, uh, of economic prosperity and boom times of where they just printed money kicking the can down the road. Remember 2008, we were in 10 minutes of the banking system collapsing. So we didn't, we were blissfully unaware that we had 12 more years of great booming times and no idea what's going on behind the scenes. But now we know. Now where more people are awake, they can't kick that can much further. So there's a reckoning coming. So we must prepare, prepare for that. Obviously not having too much debt, if you can get out of debt, um, putting some cash aside, if you can afford to buy some precious metals, gold, silver, um, you might want to consider those things. Yeah, good, good advice there, Jamie. But it's not financial advice, people, so don't, do not uh, take it <laughs> on face value. Um, well, Jamie, anything else you'd like to say before we sign off today? Uh, just in closing, of course, we, we've got to also support. We do have power. We can't be self-defeated and go, oh, what can we do about it? That's the biggest thing is collectively we can do a lot about it. If each individual awakening, each individual making a co different consumer choice. Going, why support, why, why support Facebook, Instagram, uh, globalist companies when we can go and support the companies that are starting, like where's truthbook.social? So if you want to take change, and you know, why support Facebook, which is an enemy of the people, when we could support censor free social media, whether it's truthbook.social or Rumble or BitChute or all these censor free platforms that are coming about? So we should change our habits to support non globalist companies. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, we should continue to educate ourselves about the truth. We should continue to you know, look at changing, you know, uh, speak out. Be more. The more educated you become, the more certainty you have, the more certainty you have, the more your ability you'll have to influence others. I'm able to influence a lot of people primarily because I have a lot of certainty. I put up million-dollar challenges like, you know, tech entrepreneurs, Steve Kirch, et cetera, because I want to call out the bullshit. I'm not going to be intimidated by a bunch of pussy, weak, weak men, you know, feminized weaklings. You know, look at Anthony Albanese, Joe Biden, Macron, Justin Trudeau. They're all, notice the common traits they have, weak men. These are not the strong alpha males of a society, a strong society. Like, look at Putin, strong alpha male, strong man. What he says is congruent with his actions. Now, regardless of the propaganda, now, the Western propaganda wants to vomit at that thought. But the point being, he's a strong man. I mean, would you want to take on Putin? I mean, he's intellectually would dominate. Imagine Putin and Biden in a debate, Putin and Albanese in a, a debate. I mean, we know who's going to win. Yeah, yeah. Far more articulate, intelligent, and congruent. What he says is what happens. You can't say that about Joe Biden, no, Anthony no. Albanese. They don't, they don't speak for themselves. They speak for puppets. So... Why be intimidated by weaklings? Why the Western oligarchs and Rothschilds and them need weak puppets is because strong men won't be dictated to by a bunch of satanic pedophile freaks. Yep. We're telling them to go shove it. 
and I'm not going to be intimidated myself. They can come after me, but go, so what? Dare them to. Dare them to. I'm not going to be intimidated by a bunch of pedophiles that think got more money than brains and think that makes them a better person, makes them able to dictate to us. It's not the way it's going to be. We want the rise of strong alpha men in this world, which they're trying to destroy by feminizing men and transgenderism. And we need the rise of powerful women, not women like a Hillary Clinton and a masculated, uh, et cetera. We want powerful feminine women like Candace Owens is a great example. Uh, Tulsi Kabbard. You know, these are the people that should be leading uh, and, and, and our society. Imagine a society with real leaders. Uh, that's where you'll see a difference. And that's what we have to, and we have to come back to traditional values in a nuclear family. And that's also why I like Russia, because Russia supports that. Russia defends the nuclear family, defends uh, uh, you know, uh, the marriage and having children as a cornerstone of Western you know, civilization, a successful civilization, and not the destruction of that. So they're the things I'd say in closing that we need to be aware of. And remember, those who they tell us to hate are probably the ones that we should like. And those who they make as false prophets and adore in Western media, the people that we should stop listening to. Definitely. Be strong. We've all got a lot more power than we think we do. We just need to use it. And if you're worried about, you know, people judging you about your beliefs, you're worried you'll lose those people, then they're not really worth having in your life in the first place. So just be yourself, fight back and be strong and the world will get better if we all do it. Anyway, not just a couple of us. I agree. And it's happening right whether you like it or not. The great awakening, the ripple effect. Uh, the truth will always get to the surface. And the greatest Achilles heel in all these leaked documents is that vaccine hesitancy and myth, and they must stop misinformation, which is stopping people being aware of to don't take the vaccine and the truth getting out. That's their weakness. So our strength is sharing the truth. They hate it. That's why they want to censor us and shut us down and stop you having a voice. Uh, we have a voice, so just continue to share it. Definitely. So, uh, Jamie, I'm going to put all of your websites on our show notes. I just wanted to make sure your um, your new um, social media, is that Mastodon? Can you get on to Mastodon with that? Uh, not at this stage, but I'll get them to, to do that. I mean, the best 81% of Truthbook users, truthbook.social, I use it via the website. There is the apps, iOS apps and obviously Android, but we know eventually we'll get booted off those platforms. But most people are using it directly via the website. Uh, and, of course, Truth Talks launches, you know, soft launches next week, but people can check that out, truthtalks.live. Uh, and on there they'll find out about Truth Med, Truth in Medicine and, and access to all the, you know, the, the medical protocols that can help people detox from the adverse reactions of vaccines or protect the unvaccinated from the vaccine. So all that stuff is going to become critical uh, because we need to remain healthy and protect our immune system or if people are taking vaccines. We need to help try and save those people from uh, a serious uh, injury that can come their way. Fantastic. Well, everybody just jump on um, the show notes after you've listened to this podcast, uh, check out all the information. There's a plethora of information uh, in all of Jamie's sites. So uh, make use of it. And thank you again, Jamie. Um, enjoy the rest of your day and that, yeah, that lovely sunshine up there. No problem. Thanks, Mitch. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. See ya. Yeah.